It's Olivia and Coco, and welcome, welcome back to Rooster's Book Review. So, as you guys know, last week we talked about the American Embassy, and this week we'll be discussing "Now More Than Ever" by Zadie Smith and the Book of Martha by Octavia Butler. For those of you who don't know, Sadie Smith's short story, Now More Than Ever, touches on a wide range of social issues, but today we'll only concentrate on two of them, being good and cancel culture. To begin, a quote that stood out to me was the first sentence of the short story. Quote, there's an urge to be good, to be seen to be good, to be seen also to be. You guys better get excited because this is a significant quality of human nature, which is goodness. Note, keep this quote in mind because this also connects to the theme of cancel culture. Demonstrated in the movie A Place in the Sun, Eastman's action of quote-unquote killing his fiancée Shelley to be with Elizabeth is problematic since it is not revealed how she died. First of all, the name Eastman parallels to the problematic professor, suggesting they both shift blame to avoid being seen as evil, which is the opposite of good. Yeah, I mean, with the constant idea of appearing good, there must come with an individual price to pay for acceptance, such as losing a part of yourself, not being able to be curiously free. That's why I think Eastman's character in the movie is kind of about. He could either choose to be seen to be good by confessing to authority and covering up the truth of what happened, which is still unknown, or to be good by telling the truth. These may lead to very different consequences, further showing how it's human nature to be good and to distract attention from themselves when facing challenges. The pressure on him must be exhausting. I mean, trying to enjoy his life, seeming like a good person, but also having to carry the burden of his past. And that's what his individual price is, I guess. I think a better example from the story can be when the narrator talks to, talks to the man who has been living beyond the pale, and he realizes that living a life where he is unable to speak out his beliefs and opinions is more miserable than being shunned by society, but being able to do whatever he wants. I personally think that the people that people need to start going beyond the pale now more than ever because the country is on fire and that people are shielding themselves from the truth and turning away from society's problems and instead of addressing problems everyone has chosen to really just shun them out and ignore it. When writing this I believe Zadie Smith makes sure to keep the fictional world similar to ours with one foot in the real world and one foot in the story. Even the title itself itself encompass urgency and need for adaptability and change not, not to mention it also encourages people to suggest that the time for advocating for change and taking a stand is particularly crucial at the present moment yeah now let's move on to the book of martha this short story by octavia butler explores the complexity of human nature as protagonist martha best grapples with her power granted by god to change society for the better the three concepts we will be focusing on are imperfection imbalances and our innate ability to imagine before we kind of move on i just wanted to say that the story really did a number on me facts i'm always so scared of what happens after death and the whole time i was reading this i was thinking what would i do in this situation Yes, I mean, one of the very first things that I think Martha realizes is that is the imperfect nature of humanity, which when I think about it is so complicated. No matter what she chooses, there will be cons of her decisions. Another aspect the book of Martha reveals about human nature is our imbalances between choosing whether she should help herself with her decision or benefit everyone. I really think that people often struggle with separating focus on themselves versus focusing on a bigger community, which connects to now more than ever, represented by the characters not wanting others to think poorly of them for saying quote-unquote the wrong things. Yes, I agree, and perhaps the idea of benefiting a community as a whole is the right thing to do, being good versus seeming good. 
However, nobody would know if Martha had chosen something selfish or not. So seeming good, I guess. I think I'm a good person. Like, like really, you nothing, nothing you have to hide. What do you <laughs> think you do in the situation? Let's move on. So something else that I wanted to mention is that in the afterword, the author addresses that the Book of Martha is her version of an utopia story. She also mentions that a perfect world cannot be the same for everyone, depending on factors such as personal identity, family background, social environment, and utopia can only be perfect to the person that envisions it. Martha believes that, quote, it's not possible to arrange a society so that everyone's content. Everyone has what he or she wants, further demonstrating an individual's varying needs and desires. Her approach states that having vivid dreams of one's utopia allows them to step away from violence and anger and towards a more peaceful society. That seems like a good solution, or at least one that won't shatter the earth. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget to mention that her solution raises more questions about an utopian society because people are able to live in their own imaginations. Origin stories and classic literature no longer relevant it is human nature to imagine and innovate if given the chance to put these imagination into a more realistic context like in their dreams i think people would no longer desire literature as their source of entertainment which is also why i think she kind of chose to give up her memory of making this decision in case her career no longer has an impact she's so selfless (laughs) yeah she is i could really never This whole time, I've been thinking, yeah, God chose Martha, but eventually towards the end of the story, I realized that maybe, not, like, maybe, not to sound cheesy or anything, but that the answer can't come from God, but God is in each one of them, because Martha's final vision of God is is a version of her. A quote that stood out to me is, humanity has the godlike powers to solve its own crisis, and that's why God is represented as a human by the end of the story. Hey, I've never thought of it that way, but let's talk about how the two stories connect. Both stories talk about qualities of human nature, but it suggests that no one is inherently perfect. Being good is probably the closest thing you'll get to perfect. It may seem like the worst thing imaginable to be ostracized by society, but when you stop to think about it, it's kind of what we need right now. People speaking up and expressing their own opinions instead of following the herd. Like you said before, the whole entire idea is being free is going beyond the pale, outside of trends and social norms. Personally, all that stuff kind of freaks me out because honestly, I never want to think about God choosing me to potentially make an earth-shattering decision. Martha's journey serves as a metaphor for the broader human experience. In her encounter of God, she grapples with the weight of perfection and the freedom that comes with acknowledging one's imperfections. As the story unfolds, we come to understand that imperfections are not obstacles to self-realization, but the stepping stones toward it. Now, let's see. Are you a good person? Like, really a good person, listeners? For now, let's put that mess of a question aside and wait for next week's topic. Bye!